that's no good. No, it's not. I don't like that. I like that. At all. I like that. Did you really just bring back to Houston? Don't hate. What? Let me guess. That's the only black dude you could think of at the time? It's the only black song I could think of at the time. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. <laughs> I know what the code open's going to be now. Uh, I bet you do. You always got to make sure you're getting, getting my racism in there, don't you? I'm with, with the Red State Podcast, right? It's that, only right. That's true. Hit my music! Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. You are now listening to the SMC Wrestling Podcast with your boys, the smart, Caleb Baldwin, the mark, Carl Irvin, and the contrarian, Rance Morris. Believe in the pod. What's going on, everybody? Good night. This is uh, the SMC Wrestling Podcast. It's your boy Rance, a.k.a. Ray Cash. What's going on, guys? How y'all doing? Oh, I'm doing uh, I'm doing pretty amazing, man. Uh, I know Carl's gonna want to hear it, so I'm just gonna get it out of the way, right quick. Uh-oh. I'm gonna quote my good friend Eddie Guerrero. Just kidding, we weren't good friends. I didn't actually know him, but <laughs> either way, y'all were homies. Uh, y'all were homies. He is he is once quoted as saying, uh, "Viva la raza!" Guys, it's just gonna get better every week. Uh, oh, you know it. me. I'm Caleb Baldwin, and uh, yeah, Carl, introduce yourself, pal. Hello. All right, that was interesting. Ugh. <laughs> That's all I got. Hello. Hey, before we get started, man, you know, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, the passing of Bobby DeBrain Heenan, who's probably the consensus greatest manager of all time, probably, if not the consensus, one of the top commentators of all time and a damn good worker in his own right. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Bobby dealt with, uh, a, probably like a, almost a 10 year bout of throat cancer. And it's kind of sad that a dude who made his living off of being probably the best talker ever lost the ability to talk towards the end of his life. But, uh, he passed this week. Um, I wanted to mention it, wanted to show some love to him and his family and everybody that knew him. You know, I know Gene Oakland is probably heartbroken right now, but, uh, I know Caleb, you're kind of young to really remember, like, his best moments, but you have anything you remember of him that kind of makes you smile? Um, well, this isn't so much a memory as, like, I've gone back and I've watched these things, and one thing that will always stick out to me is when Hogan was coming down for Bash at the Beach 96, <laughs> and they had said, oh, boys, it's Hogan! It's Hogan! And Heenan was quoted as saying, yeah, but whose side is he on? And I'm yeah. always going to remember that for the rest of my life. Um, I was also, actually today, I was watching the Bobby Heenan collection on the WWE Network for just $9.99. And, and that being said, there was a clip of them at uh, Trump Plaza before WrestleMania 4. And just these hilarious clips of uh, <laughs> of Heenan like trying to play blackjack. And he tried to play it with like, an after-dinner mint and stuff. He thought it was a $1,000 chip. Uh, he was at the health club, and he wasn't riding the bike until Monsoon went up to the health club. And actually, like, saying that, and, you know, this is about Bobby Heenan, go watch it, you know, on the network. It's hilarious. The funniest part is Monsoon, because they would go back from commercial, and Monsoon would just be, Monsoon would just be um, 
blathering on about WrestleMania four to random bystanders. And I, yeah. I just can't help but imagine like monsoons going around like, well, uh, who do you think is going to win the tournament guy? <laughs> and the guy's like, I'm, he's like, I'm just a, a valet. Like I'm not, I, I, I don't watch wrestling, that sort of thing, but that's quality stuff, man. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Heenan, obviously he will be greatly missed. Um, it was sad um, seeing him in his past couple of years because the, unfortunately, the cancer just slowly ate away yeah. at him. And but the love he got, like he he got so much love that I mean, and it really goes to show you, and it, it's you know it's heartwarming to know that people don't judge you know of outward appearance because his appearance got terrible. But I mean, like. Yo, he came out. He had no shame. He would be at all the signings, mm-hmm. and the fans would love him, and the wrestlers would love him, and just hug on him and tell him how much he he affected their life. You know, that's what you want, man. Like, you know, it's the old it's a saying that you know you want to give somebody their roses while they're still here to be able to smell them. And Bobby got his roses, man. Yeah. Uh, Carl, you're older than both of us, so you probably got a lot more than either one of us. Well, the thing is, most of my time listening to Bobby probably really would have been when he was in WCW. Um, Same here, yeah. Because even though I did watch wrestling, you know, uh, he he wasn't really the time I really got started. He was not in WWF anymore, really. I, I, I my years are mixed up a little bit, but I mean, there's obviously tons of great stuff. Everybody knows, I would imagine. Um, the, the dumb shit he said, you know, when Shawn Michaels threw Janetti through the barbershop window. I mean, I, I mean, if you don't know that, you have to go back and look it up because it's it's classic Bobby the Brain Heenan, right? I mean, you know, we all know the story of Janetti and Shawn, and they're doing their barbershop yeah. thing with uh, Brutus Beefcake, and um, you know, Shawn turns and throws Janetti through the window, classic heel move. And Gorilla can't mm-hmm. believe it. And Bobby's like, oh, he, he's that coward Janetti tried to escape through the barbershop window. <laughs> I mean, it, yes. you know, it's it's literally Classic. one of the best Bobby the Brain Heenan lines ever. And I mean, Classic. Uh, but WCW, he was awesome, too. And people don't always like a lot of people think of Monsoon and Heenan, of course. Right. But Shivani and Shivani Heenan, dude, Antony, Antony, yeah. they had I mean, Heenan could work with literally anyone, and that's just on the manager on the announcing side. I mean, he managed so many people and so many incredible talents. I mean, and one thing that's a lot of people we haven't heard a lot. I've heard a little bit of uh, talk about it was the fact that Heenan could bump too. Like he took some, he took some bumps. You know what I mean? Like that boy. Yeah. I mean, Heenan could do it all, and that I think is part of the reason why. You know, the love is there and everybody, there's always a soft spot for people who have some humor and Heenan was definitely one of those guys. So he will be missed. Um, He's in a better place. You know, if you're a religious guy like I am, that's, that's the way I look at it. So even if you're not religious, he don't have to deal with no pain no more, man. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he went through that for a long time. So, you know, rest in peace, rest in power, however you feel about that. So real quick. The first, the first thing I remember, uh, this is really three things. As uh, the first one is um, Monday Night Raw, the very first episode when he kept trying to get in the building and they wouldn't let him in. And he was dressed up as a woman. He was dressed up as a bum. He was dressed up as somebody's uncle. You know, like just just the versatility of the comedy was there. The second thing I remember is how much he hated Hulk Hogan. Like he, like if Bobby could talk 
after Hulk Hogan had the rant, the N-word rant, Bobby be like, I've been trying to tell y'all for 30 years. Y'all wouldn't listen to me. Like, I know. Like, he had so much gold with that. And then I think the most uh, pertinent thing uh, relevant to today uh, that reminds me the most of Bobby Heenan was his, uh, his speech when he got into the Hall of Fame. I mean, dude did like a stand-up set for like an hour, you know, and uh, I love the joke about how he still calls it WWF. And he's like, well, wait a minute. When I was here, you know, we had we had a snake and we had a dragon and we had all this. Not to mention, I spent most of my career being called a weasel. So, yeah, Bobby, uh, rest in peace, man, uh, or power, like you, Carl said, however you want. But, uh, Caleb, we got something to talk, we got some important to talk about tonight, don't we? Um, uh, I think we do. I think there's a pay-per-view on Sunday, and I think it's called, uh, No Mercy! Yeah, if you you're wrong. Uh, it's called WrestleMania. It's called WrestleMania what, what? in September. Uh, boo! Boo! WrestleMania Say WrestleMania for WrestleMania. <laughs> Hashtag not my WrestleMania. That's all I gotta say about oh, it. Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, yeah, that. We, only we, because Sami Zayn is main eventing, so none of them are your WrestleManias. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> anyway, uh, before uh, Rance kind of interrupted me and tried to correct me for some reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I'm glad you dressed up for the podcast, though. That's awesome. I did too. Um, anyway, <laughs> um, no mercy is coming up and man, uh, we're going to start with, we're going to go from least to most important and, um, first and definitely least in this countdown or count up as it were is Elias versus, uh, Apollo Cruz to kick off. I mean, show. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's on the kickoff show. I'm interested to know when this got added to the card because Today, okay, literally that's, today, literally today. That's why I didn't hear about it then. Um, they sent out, a, they sent out an alert and a show. Okay. that said, "Oh, Ties Worldwide's Apollo Crews is gonna wrestle Elias on the on the kickoff show." So sweet, sweet. I I just want to hear Elias sing for the people of uh, Los Angeles, as it were. Um, you guys, I'm gonna let you see your piece, and then we can do predictions on it. Okay, we want to do that. We want to embrace that format this episode. Sure, but I mean, it's not like there's really much to talk about. It's Apollo versus Elias. Elias hey, that's the Drifter, bro. Come on now, quit. Don't disrespect the I'm, Drifter. I'm not disrespecting the Drifter. I'm disrespecting Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews is going to win. Wow! One, How two, could you disrespect... Dude, Apollo Crews is like... He's undervalued, in my opinion. Just saying. Disagree. Well, he, he yo, he could, he could flip. And he's strong. Yeah. And he's nice. And yeah. he has a really, really good smile, like yeah. awesome smile, you mm-hmm. know. And I, he has he has some enthusiasm, and he's black, so that works for me. There's that. Me too. Other than that, <laughs> what the fuck else is there? He should be thanking his fucking lucky stars that he's teamed with his best friend, um, Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa, yeah. Because Titus has saved him, that man's career, and I probably didn't even be on yeah. TV, and Titus saved his career. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, do you guys have did, Carl? Do you have anything to say about this match? Oh, I just wanted to disagree with you on him being undervalued because he has no because personality. Because you're racist, right? 
Sure, if that's what you want to go with. He has no personality. <laughs> I'm I mean, just kidding. No, I know, I know. He, he, but he really doesn't. I mean, if Elias loses this match, I'll vomit. Like, I mean, it's just Elias has some personality. I mean, he's he knows how to get heat. Apollo gets heat. Like Apollo, like Apollo's the kind of he's the die rocky die guy. You know what I mean? Like in my eventually, that's what's going to happen to him. Like it's just one of those. He's too white me. You know what I mean? Like he, he gets the Charlie Haas pop. <laughs> He's what? Basically, with his music hits, nobody comes out. Nobody says anything. I don't. Nobody cares about Apollo anymore. I like him. He's a great. I mean, he's all right. But in terms of the scope of WWE, I mean, Elias is to me would be the 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 more bigger act. Yeah. So I I would go with Elias, and that's all I'm gonna say. I, do, I guess I do know one positive thing about Apollo. I can I can mention on the podcast. Yes. He has great music. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Yeah, okay. It has good music. Yeah. That's so, uh, I can't tell you to yep. go. Okay. Right. Well, uh, I would believe that Elias is going to win here, and that's that's my official prediction. You can write it down, bookmark it, and if I happen to be wrong, I guess you can make fun of me if you want it's to. It's a pre-show. When has a face ever won on a pre-show? I'm sorry. Do you mean when has a face not won on the pre-show? No, what do, do the faces always win on the pre-shows? I yes, think they ever win. Pretty much, yeah. Do they really? The faces pretty much always win, yeah. On the How pre-show, you, you don't watch pre-shows. You don't watch. Hey, them. hey, I was at Money in the Bank, and the Hype Bros beat the Colognes in the pre-show. So, was yeah. That was on TV. That was on TV. Hello. But yeah, yeah, I'm still here. But uh, yeah, that was, that was on. TV? Yeah, yeah, it was on uh, the Money in the Bank uh, kickoff, yeah. Yeah, well, Elias going to beat his ass. But that's irrelevant to uh, September of 2017. Carl, who is going to win between Elias and uh, Apollo Crews? Oh, I thought I, I thought I, I thought I picked uh, Elias. Oh, okay. You really you really trying to stretch this shit out? It's Elias, all three. Nobody cares about Apollo Crews. Next. <laughs> okay. Next. Hey, Apollo, if you're listening, if you're listening, Apollo, come on the podcast, bro. We got something to talk to you about. Yes. Okay, so uh, I'm just going by the list here, by what uh, our uh, lovely producer Rance has put on here, and that is uh, Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. This match is man-to-man. A.K.A. AKA Carl's favorite match of the card. Yes, absolutely. It's man-to-man, because none of the other matches that night will be man-to-man. None whatsoever, (laughs) Stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Uh, Um, Real quick, I want to say... um, I'm sorry to cut you off, Carl. Um, second, I do want to say this has, for me, this is probably, and I could be completely wrong, but this, for me, is the most transparent outcome of the card. And, I mean, I mean, I guess I'm excited to see the match. Sort of, maybe, you know, see what approach they want to take with it. But I would like to hear what you guys have to say. Um. Um, you care if I jump in there, Rance? No, please do. This is your favorite batch. Of yeah, this this one I care a lot about, so I'm going to spend a lot of time on it. Um, I would implore you to go listen to our anything from their match at SummerSlam. Whatever I said kind of probably applies now. I still don't care. Um, Finn Balor's still going to win, in my opinion. And even if he doesn't, I won't care. But Bray Wyatt never wins feuds unless, you know, maybe every now and then. He wins a feud sometimes. 
But he won the Daniel Bryan feud. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Ambrose. He he eviscerated oh, yeah, he Ambrose. Ambrose yeah, yeah. yeah. And again, if you want to get technical, he kind of he got the last word on the Randy Orton feud, but he still lost the WWE title. So he lost every match. Yeah. He just got the last word. No, he won the hey, House of Horrors. He match. won. The, he won the House oh, of Horrors right, yeah. match. Yeah, that's what, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Got, Thanks to gender yeah. the god. That's what I'm saying. He got the Ugh. last word. Is all I'm saying. But he's Rance, still lost. This is, this is a uh, this is a preview for a Raw pay per view. We we don't have oh. to talk about that man. So I don't think we should. I anyways, <laughs> I apologize. anyways, um, Rance, worst, what do you have to say about this match, sir? Yeah, go ahead. Worst feud yeah, ever. You just, you just go. Okay. Um, so you know, y'all, man. Look, I'm the biggest WWE supporter here. Um, and this is. People ask me all the time, like, what do you not like about WWE? This is the stupidest shit I've ever heard. Like, what the fuck is man-to-man? Like, are they playing a one-on-one basketball game? No, man-to-man is actually a hit song by Gary Allen. Oh, because I know who that is, right? <laughs> country uh, uh, country music, 2000s. Oh, so they're going to square dance. Okay. Yes. I really don't know what the fuck they're trying to do. Um, I, I appreciate the fact that both of them, Finn and Bray, are important commodities to the company. And yes, Bray is an important commodity. Otherwise, he wouldn't keep getting put in major angles with major people. He's an important commodity. And I appreciate the fact that they're trying to give them something to do. Otherwise, neither one of them would be on the card. I appreciate that. I do. But you got better than man-to-man, dog. And then he, the demon already won. There's nothing else really to fucking do. I, you know, just be done with this. Um... Yeah, I, I feel like Bray's going to win to get his heat back because that's, that's some WWE shit to do. You know? Yep. Bray, Bray can beat Finn, but he can't beat the Demon. So, yep. Uh, move on. So, yeah, official prediction for me, as, as Rance kind of hit on, Bray's going to win for me, like I said, the the stipulation and the specific announcing that the Demon is not going to be on the card for me is just so transparent that Finn is not going to win here. And actually, I think they're going to book in the feud either at No Mercy or maybe the night after. Well, I have a question. Yes. We still don't know if this is a match. Will they have a nice verbal debate? I would be okay <laughs> with that, I guess. I, I would be okay with that. You're man, right? You know? I, want, I, want, I want part of the stip to be that um, Bray Wyatt cannot come out wearing the, like, the white pants and the shirt and shit. He's got to dress like Husky Harris. I want that. Oh, my God. Okay, if yeah. that's the case, then if that's the case, then Finn has to go back to being Fergal. Dude, if that's the case, I would be legitimately hyped for this. People would be like, "Dude, he dressed like Husky Harris." I'd be like, "Well, hell yeah, I love it. I love it already." Oh, yeah, goodness. Bray will whoop your ass. We have talked Bray wins. about this already. Uh, I'm Carl, saying, what's your prediction? Uh, I say Finn wins. I don't think Bray is going to get his heat back because I still think they value Finn over Bray long term, in short term, sure. all term. So. <laughs> I don't think it's that transparent. I, I mean, I get where you, go, you guys are coming from, so the prediction makes sense. I'll just say, I'll still say Finn wins. So prove that he can win without having to be the demon. So so Finn wins because Bray's a loser? Because you know losers and Bray's a loser? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, he's a rich loser, though. He's a rich loser, though. That's yeah, true. I, I su- suppose so, yeah. Absolutely. Third match. We got uh, we got the purple weights in action here. We've purple got purple weights. I love that name. I'm using yes. it. Yes, the we have that. Enzo Amore challenging oh, for the God. cruiserweight championship, and um, 
As far as uh, in ring work goes, this is going to be a fucking seven star classic, No Tokyo Dome. I'm telling you, Meltzer's going to lose his shit. I'm yes. telling you. Yes. I didn't say why, but he's going to lose his shit. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, um, I don't watch 205 Live, so I don't have a lot to add, I suppose. But Enzo has looked like so much like a loser uh, going into this that my opinion has actually changed in the past day. And I think Enzo oh. is going to win by disqualification. I'm sorry I kind of broke the format and got my fucking prediction out early. You're but, good. Uh, but uh, you guys, go ahead. I, can, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, jump in. yeah, please, go ahead. And the only reason I want to jump in first is because I've been the biggest advocate for Enzo to be in, in the Cruiserweight division. So I feel like I have some I have, feel like I have some explaining to do. No Lucy. Um, I really was hoping that they would save this for a bigger show. Like, you build up Enzo and make him kind of... Y'all remember Colin Delaney on the ODC, WWE ECW? No, the dude who was a jobber. Absolutely. I know Caleb does. He was basically a jobber, but he kept fine. Okay, Mikey Whipwreck. That better? A guy who really wasn't supposed to be talented, and Mikey Whipwreck actually could wrestle uh, eventually. But you know, kind of build him up, kind of a, a flukish type win, and have him have a few with Brian Kendrick where he continues to sneak wins, and have him have a few with such and such, or you know, with with Tony Nese or with Davari or Drew Gulak and just continue to build his way up to where he had he's he has confidence in himself. The crowd knows he can't wrestle, but his confidence is overwhelming because the crowd still loves him. They still cheer for him and say all this shit. And then Neville's like, bro, get the fuck out of my division. And then you have a WrestleMania feud, right? Nah, these motherfuckers said, fuck it. First night you go at this dude. Enzo's going to get drugged. Like a rug, like it's gonna be bad. And yes, I agree with you. Enzo gonna win by disqualification because he gonna piss Neville off, and Neville ain't gonna stop. And then you know, I hope Neville kicks him in the dick. Like that would be entertaining. That would be hilarious. And Vince might book that because Vince likes seeing him get his ass whooped. Yes, Carl. But yeah, no, yeah, Neville by disqualification. Yes. Um, I mean, uh, Enzo by disqualification. Yeah. Okay. Seeing how we're making the predictions in while we, while we go. Um, so I just have something that like, I'm just gonna give my prediction first. I still think Neville is going to leave as the cruiserweight champion. I don't know how it's going to go down, but I have this just awful feeling about it guys. And I'm telling, I'm gonna tell you why I know I, I see like, you guys got to remember we're on Skype when we do this and I can always see everybody's face except Rance's, <laughs> Rance's video has frozen for like the last hour. So I haven't seen his face in an hour, but I, I see Caleb's. And every time I say something, Caleb makes a face. And so I have to I feel like I got to explain why I have this bad feeling. WWE posts their segments on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you go back and look, I saw this the other day. Someone had put it out on Twitter that the Enzo and Neville segment, the most recent one where Enzo kicked low blowed Neville, right, mm-hmm. was the highest viewed segment of all of that Tuesday night. Let me ask you a question. If Neville was in a program with anyone else, and I love Neville, you think mm-hmm. his segment is going to be the highest viewed segment on a Tuesday night? Because I Absolutely don't. Not. Absolutely not. Enzo, I got a bad feeling. I really do. Like, I got a feeling WWE is going to see something like this and be like, oh, yeah, 
We got, we got to put that purple <laughs> belt on Enzo. He's got the sauce, pal. And that Jesus literally got the sauce. Yeah, literally, like, I'm worried about it. I don't think it's gonna happen. I'm, I'm, I'm praying. But I have this, like, in the back of my head, I almost want to say Enzo might walk out champ. But I'm gonna stick with my prediction and say Neville. I'm just giving you my reason why. If it happens. Don't be surprised if, if Enzo did you, wins. Did you say? Did you say that uh, Neville actually kicked Enzo uh, low blow? In the no, I said Enzo. Week on dick. I said Enzo. Enzo, kick. ki- Enzo thought, kicked thought, Neville. That's what I saw. I thought I, I thought it was. Yeah. When I'm, I, I mean, am I wrong about that? No, no, no. I'm curious because I need to know. Did Enzo kick Neville or did Neville kick Enzo? I, 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 I don't know. I didn't watch two or five out this week. Enzo, so I'm pretty sure. Unless I'm just losing my mind. Enzo low blow Neville, I'm pretty sure. Okay, okay. I was going to say, if Neville got his shot in this week, then okay, whatever. But uh, no, since Enzo got the shot in, I, I stick with uh, Enzo by DQ. That's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. Can so, you imagine a world where Enzo Amori is a world is a world champion of a division? I'll shoot myself. Can you imagine that? I mean, Don't say that shit, because Vince will book that shit, and you got to live up to that. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't ima- like before backlash. I couldn't imagine a a wrestling world where Jinder Mahal was your top champion. But that anyway, happened. move no, on. No, 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 oh no. my I, god! That's just to that point. Like, it's not like the craziest thing that would happen in the world of wrestling in no. 2017. Is all and, I'm saying. And he's good. For, and he's good for that brand. He's really good for that brand because people actually watch it now because Enzo's entertaining. Enzo. So, yeah. Like everybody on that everybody on that brand could wrestle except for Enzo, <laughs> but nobody on that brand could talk except for Enzo. And I mean, Drew Gulak is entertaining as fuck. But, yeah. You know, but like really, there was nothing from an entertainment standpoint unless you just were a diehard. Uh, they had some good quality stuff like the Tazawa Kendrick stuff was entertaining or stuff like that. like it was some entertaining shit. You know, uh, uh, the stuff with Kendrick and uh, Gallagher with Gallagher turning heel. It's been entertaining. There ain't been nothing that makes you say, damn, I gotta watch this shit tonight. Enzo kind of make you do that. Yeah, so uh, in recap, all three of us have Neville retaining. Carl didn't specify, but uh, Rance and I both said uh, Enzo by DQ, but whatever. Yes. Next match on the on the card, we've got the tag champions of Ambrose and Rollins, or as I call them, Shield 0.67, and they are defending against The Bar. This is a rematch from SummerSlam. Agreed, Rance. They are fucking solid. So good. Uh, I'm very hyped to see this match. Um, I really don't have much to say on it. I wish I did. I I know unless like there's a fucking like full moon out, it's gonna be great. And I hope that the idiots in or pardon me, I hope the idiots in LA do not come out and bring a beach ball. Because, beach ball mania. Ugh. Yeah, because that um, really took away from what was otherwise a great match on SummerSlam. And, yeah, that's, I hate to say it, that's all I have to say about it. Uh, Rance, or Carl, either way, one of you two want to jump in on this? Go ahead, Carl, go first. You want me to go first? Okay. You want me to go? No, yeah, that's fine, because I, I had a, a thought about it anyway, because I was, as you guys know, I write for Lords of Pain on the, on the main page, and I wrote about this match specifically, um, because... To me, it's interesting, and it'll, it affects my prediction towards the match. A lot, a lot of people think it's pretty cut and dry that Shields point six 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 seven is going to win. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I mean, of course, I mean it's it's wrestling; it's fifty fifty proposition regardless. Um, but 
I feel like things have been going real well for for Rollins and Ambrose. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like things have just been working, hitting on all cylinders with them lately. I feel like depending on what your thoughts are going forward, where they're wanting to go for, you know, in the future with Seth and Dean, they need a little, maybe they need a little bit more, um, what's the right word? Conflict in their life. So it, it, I kind of, I feel like if Sheamus and Cesaro were to somehow get the titles back due to like a mistake, one of, you know, Seth or Dean make a mistake in the match or whatever, and it costs them the match that kind of gets them back, you know, arguing with each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. It brings a little bit, an extra layer to their story. And so I kind of, in, in the back of my head, I, I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Sheamus and Cesaro get a victory here just to see how that would affect the Seth and Dean dynamic. Because we still know that even though they're, but you know, they're buddy, buddy, that even the smallest thing could turn that real quick. So just kind of a thought I had on the match. I'm going to flip this for you guys, right? So WWE is, if anything, inconsistent and its consistency. Fair? Yes, yes, that's fair. So, over on SmackDown, Usos and New Day got this uh, Fight Forever type shit going, right? Yeah. I don't think they, they would copy that with Raw. I don't think they let both tag team uh, title feuds on both shows go on for multiple, 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 multiple months. I just don't see it. So, with that being said, I see Rollins and Ambrose beating Cesaro and Sheamus. To your point about Cesaro, uh, about Rollins and Ambrose having beef again, they will just not this soon. The redemption story wouldn't play it wouldn't play out correctly if they had beef this fast. They'd really have to get to a serious, you know, like a, like running for them to trip up and then for them to say, "Oh damn." Well, these past three months of us trusting each other wasn't shit because you did one thing and I don't believe you no more. Also, we have to add into the fact that Anderson and Gallows have been put almost equal to the other three in this feud. They have been losing, but they have been involved and they've been in multiple brawls with all three of them. So I do see them playing a part in the feud coming afterwards, which is why I think Rollins and Ambrose win. That's fair. I mean, to me, it's just one of those... I mean, like I said, you know, just a thought I had because Sheamus and Cesaro <clears throat> feel like they're a long-term tag team, you know, and no, I, they got a shirt. They right, got a shirt. Exactly. I don't feel that way with, with Seth and Dean, you know, so like I, I, don't, I don't, but I also don't know how fast they want to drop that hammer if and when they do. So it's kind of, yeah. that's why I'm just like, I'm thinking, you know, it could be, it might not be this time, but it's coming and it wouldn't surprise me if it was this Sunday. You know, we'll see what happens, obviously. So maybe, maybe. And you're a Cesaro Marks. I mean, you're a Seamus Marks, so that's no doubt about that. Bias there. Yeah, that's true. All right. So uh, my official prediction is that Ambrose and Rollins are going to retain by pinfall. So, okay. yeah. Right there with you, brother. I'll, I'll take the bar. Just, just, just to throw a little wrench in there. I'm probably going to go over, over on this pay per view, by the way. But I'll take the bar. All right. Well, you you can't go over because we all picked Elias. Well, I, so but I can, that's I, a guarantee. I can still go over. Like, just I could get that one wrong and all the other ones too. So yeah, I, don't see I it get though. you. That's yeah, I, I, yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, next match on the card, and this is a uh, probably the well. No, I'm not going to even joke about that. 
Uh, this is for the Intercontinental Championship. We've got The Miz defending against uh, second-generation superstar Jason Jordan. <laughs> I wouldn't know what the joke was. I wouldn't know what the joke was. I'm curious. Um, I was going to call Jason Jordan the most interesting character in television, but... Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But, that's, yeah. Yeah. I guess. Ha 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 ha. You can download a laugh track and put that in there in the in no, post. <laughs> second generation superstar hit just as well. So it's fine. Yes. Yeah, it did. Yes. Impressive. Yes. Anyway, that being said, um, for me, they have spent month, probably just a little bit longer. Either way, basically since SummerSlam, building up Jason Jordan. You know, he had competitive bouts with John Cena and Roman Reigns, who we'll talk about later. Um, he just won a six-pack challenge to fight for the title. He nearly won a battle royal to fight for the Intercontinental title as well. Um, so he's been really built up. Um, I am interested to see how this match goes. And real quick, I know Carl's going to say it, and Rance might say it too. I don't know. But kudos to Miz for getting heat on this feud. Because he has worked Absolutely. his ass off to get heat on this feud. Absolutely. And I am... Um, Actually, uh, this I actually might be uh, pretty interested in this. Definitely more interested in this than I am Bray and Finn. I can tell you that for sure. But yeah, you you want to jump in first? You want me to go, Carl? Go ahead. So now, if we're gonna admonish WWE for doing stupid shit like the man-to-man challenge or quarrel or whatever you want to call it, you have to give them credit when they do something good. They have treated Jason Jordan very well these past four or five weeks or so, I think. Because we all know Jason Jordan can't talk worth a damn. We all know he has no personality. <laughs> but the kid can wrestle, right? Sure. So they yes. put him in there with legit stars. They put him in there with Finn. They put him in there with uh, Cena. And they had a little... And then Roman the next weekend, they had two great little mini-stories in both of those matches, right? They, re- they basically mm-hmm. repeated the, the, the first Cena-Angle match with Cena and Jordan. And then Roman basically laughed at the dude and said, you ain't shit. And Jordan brought it to him and then he ended up earning his respect. So the kid is earning the crowd's respect by his entering shit, right? Now, they tried to do the Miz-Jason Jordan feud a month or so ago. Maybe two months ago. It's been a little while, right? That didn't really work. They put it to the wayside. They did the bullshit at SummerSlam, but nobody really gave a fuck. Nobody watched. But uh, they really, they, they, you know, they, they've never wanted to, to veer from it. They wanted to give it a chance. But they had to realize, Jason Jordan got to be worth this, right? So Jason been out here working his ass off, whereas Miss has probably wrestled one match since then. Two? Right? Yeah. Miss has been going out to get more heat. Pretty much. So now, now, Jordan, in the eyes of the, of the uh, crowd, we know he can go. Right? He may not be a winner, but we know he can go. And then you have Miz attack his daddy, Kurt, who the crowd loves, and Jordan has a reason not to have a beef with Miz for real, for real, right? And then, to his credit, the way faces should do it, Jordan don't get the don't get the match because he got beef. Jordan goes out and wins a, a, a six-pack challenge with the Miz's two goons in the match. So... The buildup has been as textbookly perfect as they could have done it. I give them credit for that. Jordan is starting to get over a little bit. I give them credit for that. And if anybody can pull anything out of anybody, it's the Miz. Yeah, 
Um, I think just, you know, I preach how great the Miz is all the time, so I'm not going to beat that horse anymore. But um, I think it's kind of an interesting scenario here because I'm trying to figure out, like, obviously Jason won the six-pack challenge, but when it comes to the singles matches against the big stars, he's come up just a little short, right? Now, granted, maybe we won't say Miz is in the same – you know, in terms of like star power, you know, he's no John Cena, he's no Roman Reigns, but mm-hmm. Miz is a superstar, in my opinion. He's pre- presented that way, and so, and he also has his goons, as you said, um, and his wife out there. You know, who's a goon, right? So, I feel like once again, like I, st- I feel like they may actually be doing somewhat of a slow burn with Jordan, even though it feels like. He's getting pushed real hard. Oh, don't slow shit. Yeah, he's not. He's, not, he's winning. not winning these matches. I mean, he won the six. And pack. he's not having any storyline pro- progression either. He's right. just so going to, out there and working. To me, now he's gone out on live television on Monday Night Raw and had great matches with two huge names. However, Three. Finn Balor too. Oh, Finn Balor too. Sorry, you know how I feel about Finn Balor. But anyways, sure. But he's a big. Guy. I know. I know. Anyways, <clears throat> I, I had to get my my my, my jab in there on Finn. So anyways, has uh, a hater. But okay. But this, but this time it's a little bit different. It's not Cena or Roman, but it is a pay per view, and it is for a championship. So there's a little bit more. What does the word rants might use? Gravitas. You know what I mean? Gravitas. Yeah. Genesee quoi. So it feels like another another kind of thing where they want to see how he's going to go out there and do on in that moment. Sure. And I sure. so I I do think he's going to come up a little short, um, which is fine with me because you know. You know how I feel about the Miz, but mm-hmm. um, I, I once again, I, I it's hard for me. I, like I'm not really into the Jason Jordan stuff at the moment because he's turning. Once again, it, it reminds me of that the die Rocky die. I've said it already. This is the second time I've said it. Like I feel like that's that could happen. I mean, maybe not. You know, we'll see. He's just like I disagree. He's so like I'm Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle is my father and like it just but, it's so see, ugh. You know, I disagree with that because Jason Jordan's not talking. He's just got that wrestling, right? They haven't had until Monday. They hadn't had a, 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 a he hadn't really spoken, nor had they had a backstage thing in weeks. So if he was coming out every week cutting a promo, hey, I'm Jason Jordan, Carnegie's my daddy. This is why I no. Then then I can understand, but he's not doing that. He's just literally going out there and working his ass off. Now, uh, I also agree, Miss is gonna win. That's the point. But this is a, with Jason Jordan is a marathon, not a race, right? Yeah. So the point isn't to get him over immediately. The point is to get him over sustainably, to sustain his for his overness to be sustained, right? So in the in the present time, the key was to get heat on this one match, and they have gotten heat on this one match. You could also, if you wanna, let your mind go there, since Kurt Angle's involved now, who's to say that's not Kurt Angle versus Miz at I agree with that. I, I, that's another thing oh. I, I think has been brought, you know, brought to the surface is even if it's not Survivor Series, we got to imagine Angle's going to wrestle at some point. We know he probably oh, is. Uh, and who and who is safer in that company than me? Right. Exactly. So even, you know, even if it wasn't a Survivor Series, you might be able to drag this out a little. It just kind of depends, you know, because we didn't get the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Remember that from. You know, yeah. everybody was like, oh, man, we got to have that because of their beef. Yeah. But we might be able to get Miz and Kurt Angle as like it's almost like uh, for Miz, you know, he might have wanted that match with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. And he didn't get he, it. So it's like, hey, well, maybe we can reimburse you a little bit here. You know, he's earned that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll well, even take Jordan and Angle versus Miz and the Miseraj. I'll take that. Sure. That's still a big, still a big Well, match. I also think if that does happen, if, if we're going to get Miz and Kurt Angle, I do think that the IC title is going to end up on Jason Jordan soon. I don't think it's this time, this time, but I do still think it will end up on him sooner rather than later. If, if we're going to do too. that. I do too, but again, the point was just to get heat on this match. Right. And you continue to build and build because for as long as they've been feuding, they really don't have that week-to-week beef type thing because one week Miz is out there talking with Enzo. Another week Miz is out there talking with somebody else. Like, they don't have the week-to-week thing. Like, Roman and Cena every week going out there talking about each other. They don't have that. Right. So you could really prolong it however long you want as long as you keep trying to make Miz this hateable A-list figure and make Jordan this gritty baby face who works for everything because his daddy doesn't want nobody he doesn't want nobody to think his daddy's pushing him right sure yeah as long as the crowd respects jason jordan he'll be fine yeah well we'll see i mean as long as they don't make the wrong steps you know if they continue with that it should be fine you're right yeah maybe so and you mentioned making the wrong steps and I actually think they're going to make the wrong step this Sunday when Jason Jordan becomes your new Intercontinental Champion. So uh, maybe a little bit of a hot take city there from Caleb Baldwin, but I don't know that if it's that a hot is the take. case. Then it's uh, it's 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 not a cold take. Well, I, I mean, don't think it's not like it's it's not like nobody could ever possibly see Jason Jordan winning this match. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people, and there's lots of ways you can look at it and say, "Oh yeah, he could win this somehow." I mean, it's wrestling, right? Um, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I'll still, yeah, I'll I'll still stick with the Miz on this one. I, I just I think he'll come up short. I think it's going to be a little bit of a recurring theme for a while for for Jordan coming up just Maybe a little so, short. Yeah. So. Okay, so as as he should, as he should. That's how you build up sympathy, yeah. or as Caleb would say, simpy. Simpy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get some simpy for him. Jason Jordan, you want the sippy of the people, but you don't get my sippy at all. Um, anyway, so you guys are uh, you guys are on record as saying the Miz is going to retain on Sunday, right? Yes. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so I am on record saying Jason Jordan is going to become your new Intercontinental Champion on Sunday. And like I said earlier, if I'm wrong, go ahead and make fun of me, I guess. But if I'm right, I want a nice hey, you were right, Caleb. But not you gonna happen. Have- yeah, I know. That, I know. You'll remember. That's good. <laughs> um, okay, next match. Oh, boy. So, so interesting. Actually, it is kind of interesting. Uh, this is a fatal five-way for the WWE <sighs> Raw Women's Championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, wake up, bro. We talk. Sorry, I can't sorry, even sorry. list off. I can't even. I can't even list off the opponents. That's how bored Carl is with this, man. Uh, you've got Alexa Bliss defending. Against Nia, J- I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that, man. I want to do it. Come on. Anyway, <laughs> Alexa Bliss defends her title against Nia Jax, Bailey, Sasha Banks. Oh, returning Bailey, by the way, Sasha Banks. Yeah. And Emma. So yeah, awesome. Leave it, leave it, leave it to Bailey to fuck some shit up, right? I mean, <laughs> if that was that's a how you want to look at it, that was yeah. a digger, Carl. That was just digging. Oh, yeah. No. Hey, but Bailey had no business being near this match anyway. Um, Emma really had no business being near this match anyway, but at least they gave Emma some semblance of some love. 
But it's it, yeah. at the end of the day, Nia Jax is gonna win. She's gonna destroy. She's gonna win. Well, actually, and please just let. Oh, you disagree? Yes, you're wrong. Oh, and and how <laughs> yes. and why? And fake how news. So? You're yeah, you're fake news because standing so you guys said all over again. You 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 uh, cut out. So fake news. Oh shit. Okay. You're fake news because you're wrong here in that Alexa Bliss is going to retain her women's title. Uh oh. No. You're both wrong. You got a nice little quizzical look on uh, Rance's face there. Oh god. Like I love Alexa, but yo, it's time. Just move on. You're both oh, wrong. Oh, I I agree. I agree, Rance. But that's just that's what I think is going to happen. I feel like Carl's gonna say some bullshit. Like Emma's gonna win. I am absolutely. Oh, Bailey's gonna, gonna win. Bullshit. Well, Bailey wouldn't actually surprise me in the least. I don't know why. And that, that would piss me off the most. <clears throat> I don't know why that would be a surprise because Bailey was in line to go against Alexa for the title at SummerSlam until she got hurt. So it's very and lose at SummerSlam. Well, okay. maybe. I don't know about that because Sasha ended up taking it off of her. And Sasha lost the next two lost she, the next fucking night. She did, bro. but I mean, what's what I'm saying? You can't just be like, "Oh, Bailey was gonna lose." Like, I mean, we don't know. It never happened. So I guess they brought her. They, they brought her back in there. I mean, because we know why they did that because they don't got shit to do yeah. with for any of these chicks ever. But anyways, why they all get thrown the point, together? Besides the point. Um, on my column, I picked Emma, and the reason why is because I was throwing darts. Um, cause whatever, I don't care, but the more I literally th- throwing darts, but, literally, but the more I think about it, I kind of feel like I'm going to go with Caleb on this because Oscar's coming, right? We know this. She, we know she's coming. I don't know that her slaying Nia Jax immediately. Cause I feel like Oscar's going to come in and win that title really quick. And I don't know that her coming in and just destroying Nia right off the bat is a good thing. Uh, at least not for Nia. She already has. Huh? She already has. I know that. If you watch NXT, yes. But not everybody watches NXT. So let's cool the Jets there. I mean, I understand the history. But what I'm saying is, Asuka coming in and just destroying Alexa seems more plausible in the early stages. To me. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I would love to see Emma win. I've said this before. You guys know this. I'm ready for my Australian stable. Right? Yes. Emma, Australia Kay, Mean Girls, baby. Peyton, yeah. Australia Mean Girls. To yes. me, that would be like the best swerve ever. Emma wins the title with help of her girls, you know, the iconic. By girl. the way, I think that's happening because if you've listened to Emma's new music, which Caleb apparently hates, it sounds kind of like Billy and Peyton. Yeah. Emma's, I mean, uh, Emma's theme, like like I put, in, I put in a group chat, her theme, like I heard 15 seconds back. And I had Tucker Carlson face the whole time. I was just like, oh, you guys can see this because we're on a podcast. Yeah. Um, so what are what are our official picks? Just to reiterate, I, I said Alexa Bliss. What, what about you guys? Um, I'm just going to stick with what I wrote on the on Lords of Pain, even though I kind of agree with you, Caleb. I don't want to. So I'm just going to I'm going to say WWE just does something crazy and. Surprise us all, and Emma wins the title. Yes, I, I would love that. I love that with uh, some Bobby Heenan style NWO debut commentary going on there. <laughs> yeah, but whose side are they on? That's a terrible Bobby Heenan, but oh well. I say Naya 
just because she's overdue and they they look she have got she have got off the pot yo you know and and I say Naya too because only if Naya or Emma win they're the only way we could actually do something different right mm-hmm yes let's be different please I've had enough fatal fucking five ways Agreed. this year yes to last me yes. like a decade dog yeah. yeah so let's move on from the fatal five way Okay, Please. let's move on from In, the Fatal Five way. Most interesting match of the night. But we already talked about Finn Balor against Bray Wyatt. <laughs> Shut up, dog. Shut up. <laughs> that being said, all jokes aside, you guys, we're getting it. In the main event of... Wait, no, the co-main event of... Wait, <laughs> no, it's the co-main event of No Mercy. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Wow. How this match is going to be so awesome from beginning to end. I don't oh, want to yeah. say Rock versus Hogan because if it if it falls flat, I'm going to sound like a real jerk. Um, oh no, it's going out, to fall flat. I yeah, I, I hope that's not the case, and I don't think it will be. But if it does, you know, I'm I'm going to protect myself a little, soften the blows. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, that being said, I'm very excited for this match, despite the fact that I was not a fan of how they built up with the the work shoot promo battles. And as I've said before, I thought they went way too inside baseball. I know, uh, I know Rance disagrees with me. I know that for sure. Completely. I'm not, I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember what Carl thinks in regards to it, but uh, I would like for you guys to reiterate, you know, talk about this match, you know, what you expect to happen um, and so on. So yeah, take it away, guys. Carl, sure. Why not? Either uh, way. Oh yeah, I'll go ahead because I, I know um, these are like two of Rance's favorite guys ever. Yeah. So he's going to have a lot to say. Plus, I'm going to go use the bathroom after I say my piece. So um, just like I'm going to do while the Fatal Five Way is going on. Um, but, but anyways, <laughs> that that being said, um, this match. Oh man. Um, I like the shoot promo stuff. I, I know, like, I know that uh, a lot of people are. It's it's a it's kind of a fifty fifty thing depending on where you are. And I am more of a traditionalist when it comes to wrestling than I am in like getting it deep into that stuff. But there's just something about when it happens, you just like can't peel your eyes away from it. If that makes sense, you know what I mean. Like when CM Punk dropped dropped the pipe bomb or whatever. I'm sure Caleb Ew. loved that. But, Ew. but I didn't you know, see it live. Okay, yeah. I'm sure Caleb will love that shoot promo. But like I think it's it's good for Cena and Roman. Uh it's not good for everybody, you know. Like I, I feel like it's one of those things only certain people sh- it's gonna work for. You can shoot on Indo Amore if you're the Miz because it's so ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like Enzo's like he's no one really in the scope of WWE. And so shitting on him makes sense to me, you know, bring his shit out there. And this is kind of feels like the same way because they're so popular. Like, it's almost like we always want to know, like, is there anything on Roman? Is there anything on Cena? We hear stuff all the time, right? We hear Cena buried Alex Riley or whatever, you know? And so when Roman comes out there and he uses it in a promo, you're like, oh, okay. And so to me, that's what makes it interesting. Like, if it was just two random guys shooting on each other about nothing we have any clue about, I, I would be like, why are they doing this? So that's why I'm okay with it. Um, in terms of the match, 
Um, before I give a prediction, just want to say that I do think the match is going to be outstanding. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. Um, and I think that with with John Cena being where he is at this point, unless they're dragging this out, and I mm, I don't really think they are going to, but unless they're dragging this out, I really don't see any reason for Cena to win the match. Um, he has destroyed Roman on the promo side of this for the most part. Like not maybe not destroyed, but I feel like he's been the overall winner in that regard. And so I feel like Roman's got to get something here because if Roman just goes out there and gets his ass beat, you know, doesn't win the match. I don't know. Even I mean, maybe Cena respects him because at the end of the day, you know, Cena said he doesn't respect Roman. So I don't know. It's very, it's a very difficult match for me because I don't know what they're going to do. I'm but before I give my official prediction, I'm just going to say that I feel like Roman should win this match. Uh, and I do think it'll be excellent. So Rance, take it away. I'm going to yeah, go ahead. Okay. First and foremost, let me say this. Cody Rhodes says or Cody says one thing that I really agree with and that he really gets upset when people like non-wrestlers or people not in the business use insider terms because we don't use them fucking right. None of any of this shit has been a shoot. We have probably never really seen a real shoot. A shoot is something that nobody knows is happening. And they are doing on their own accord. Everything that Roman and Cena have done or said has been approved, if not if not uh, also written by the company. It's not a fucking shoot. It's not. It's all a work. The pipe bomb was not a shoot. You know why the pipe bomb wasn't a shoot? Because he had to talk to Vincent Triple H to say, this is what I'm going to say first. You can't stop me, but this is what I'm going to say. It's not well, a shoot. Actually, I do, I do want to say to that point, uh, having watched CM Punk's DVD, you know, they had said... You know, the way he told it is that he was told that... Go say what you want. Say what you want. And then you say too much, we'll cut you off. Exactly. That's exactly what was, yeah. But you really, you really, really genuinely think he didn't tell them anything he was going to say. I mean, I'm not saying he didn't, but at the same time... But it's not a shoot. It's still not a shoot. It's still not a shoot. A shoot is nails going out and trying to kill somebody. That's a shoot. Oh, God. Right? That's, That's a shoot. A shoot is mass transit... When uh, uh, New Jack almost killed him. Okay, yeah, hold, hold on. Let me let me jump in. Oh, um, oh God. No, no. Well, the reason why I say that is because Rance, you're get you're getting to me. You're getting a little caught up in the like semantics because like I don't think that I personally don't think it's a shoot. What I think is it's just that shoot style. Like they're trying to bring things that we've heard that they know that we've heard into sure. the reality. And leaving us guessing. So is, is it a shoot, as it were? No. Just a, just like, yeah. it's a style. Because these are things that we've heard, you know what I mean? So they're using sure. that to, to kind of make it seem like it's a shoot. And that's that's all it is. I don't think that, I mean, some people may believe it. it is there a real shoot? I don't they know. Do. But I definitely do, do not. I can see the difference, if that makes sense. And, and here's why, and here's, this is the whole reason why I have the problem with that. Because some people do. I'm going to use Rich, for example. And the reason, only reason I'm using Rich, for example, is because coming soon, Rich and I are going to have a, uh, a One Nation Radio versus SMC podcast face-to-face debate. Oh, I'm sorry, man-to-man 
we're, we're copying Finn and Bray. Uh, and we're going to talk about Roman and his his part in the Cena feud. So I really don't want to go into too much detail um, and give away everything. Because that's going to be a special podcast. But I do want to say this. Rich in general feels like Roman lost. Because if you're going to shoot, shoot facts. It's not fucking real. He said what the fuck he wants. It's not real. The whole point of everything they did in both of those, in, 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 in all three of those promo battles was this. It was to give Roman exposure and a chance to really have a promo battle with the best promo, promo guy they got. Not name is for you, Carl. One. And number two, to, to uh, continue to both of their fan bases to make sure both of their fan bases feel vitriol for the other fan base because they don't really get along. And number three, anybody on the fence, you got to really pick a side because if you hate Roman, you fool, you're pulling for Cena right now. If you hate Cena, you're pulling for Roman right now. Nobody's on the fence. It's some You got a dog in the fight. You know, people fucking say, well, Johnson, I mean, uh, Roman Reigns was exposed. Well, if you feel that way, that means you really fucking with Cena right now. Right now, I'm not stupid to say that Roman Reigns out promo John Cena in any of the promos. He's not there yet. But to sit here and say that he got his he got destroyed is asinine because you're missing the point. The point of everything Roman has said has always came down to this. I know you can talk. I know you've been here. You're better than me at all this bullshit. But you know what? I'm here every week. You got a problem with me? Fucking do something. Yeah, Cena's ain't Cena ain't done shit. So if you want to just talk about oh who said the cooler shit, of course fucking Cena's gonna win. But that's not what the point. That that's not the whole point of wrestling. Now to the match, it's gonna be great because John Cena's a big match wrestler and Roman Reigns is consistently one of the five best wrestlers in the company. Whether you don't want to believe this shit or not, watch watch the tape. He always he he really comes through in the past two years he's really shown that the motherfucker can go so plus roman knows this is kind of a shitty all the pop moment for him because while he won't be necessarily deep pushed the company might really say well maybe you didn't step up to the plate when you were at the bat you know and hitting the hitting the double in the situation would be cool him triple might be nice but the company expecting the next john cena to hit a home run right so there's a lot of pressure on this dude. So yeah. he's going to come out and he's going to ball. And I know John Cena's always up for the game, right? John Cena's always up for the challenge. For this kind of match, no doubt. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and I just I listened to uh, Edge and Christian's podcast today. And John is so fucking hyped for this pro, for this, for this match. And, you know, the, the, the prevailing thing besides uh, Roman saying Cena, you know, do something is... Everybody knows Cena is towards the tail end of his full-time career. You know, Cena said it very eloquently. The only reason I'm still here is you can't is you can't do your job right, which was a great line. Um, and but the thing is, Cena really feels that way because he's like, look, the one flaw you have is you can't connect to the audience verbally. If you could do that, I could take these hiatuses and not have to worry about coming back so fast. But I got to keep coming back because you're not doing your job right. So, this is a chance for Roman to show the company you're doing your job. Roman's had the best promos he's ever had. We don't need Roman, we don't need Roman 
to come out here and be the rock all of a sudden on on the stick. No, just ha- cut a competent promo that adequately continues to move the story. Right. And he was able to do that before this, but now at least we know he can go off the cuff. Cause some of the stuff I know, like the the zipper shit, was definitely off the top of his head. That was some clever shit, right? Yeah. You know, like, and every single person who's ever spent any time around this dude will tell you he is what he is a social butterfly. Like, you know, he's great with people. He's great talking to people. You know, he's entertaining. Everybody tells you that. You know, so the shit's coming. He's only been in the company, or at least in this position, five fucking years. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? You know what I'm saying? Brock's been a bigger star than anybody, and Brock can't talk with for damn. No you know doubt, Batista's yeah. been Batista's been a big star. Batista will tell you he's terrified of talking to Mike. So we need to stop acting like the top guy of the company well, has to be the greatest really, Mike Walker talking Well, the here's the thing, though. It's not true. The, 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 the reason why that they make such a big deal out of this shit, like the people that get on Roman about this, the, the fans... Because they don't say, want him to be at the top. Well, it's they not even that. that. They think it now justifies their hating-ass opinion on him in general. Oh, yeah, he can't cut a promo. See, I was right all along. Roman can't draw. Roman shouldn't be at the top of the card. Put Sami Zayn up there, pal. Like, I'm not... By I, the I, way... Caleb, that is not... Whoa, 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 whoa. You, you, oh, man, you, I would slap yeah. the shit out of you right now if we were in the same room, pal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? Oh, I'm serious. I'm, I'm just saying, like, that was the first person I could think of because so many people love Sami, right? Sure. Like, I don't sure. care. It's just one of those deals, like... That to me, it's just their way of being able to justify their hatred for the guys. Like, oh, look at the get best promo guy in the company, not named Miz. Just cut Roman in half. Ha! Huh, Roman deserves nothing. Like, and that's the kind of shit that Roman sure. haters. I'm not talking about Caleb because yeah. I know Caleb likes does not. He's not in love with Roman, but I know he does not hate. I'm not sure, but he, he's I'm cool with Roman him. neutral at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. But the people that do just 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 hate this guy. This is their justification. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's why they get on it so much. They're like, are they on their high horse that, you know, he got beat in a promo battle? What do you fucking do? I mean, did, I mean, Cena got roasted by The Rock in a promo battle, remember? I mean, this isn't like, this isn't anything new. So it doesn't just. By the way, they're 2-1. What's that? They're 2-1. Roman won the second promo. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, he won. I really don't understand. saying much is kind of the beauty uh, of Yeah. It, so who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? The point of the promo, he made his point better than John Cena did. You want to talk? Okay, I'm standing right here. Do something. What did John Cena do? He cowered like a, he cowered like fucking Randall from Recess. <laughs> he won. Why do we? Why do we give a fuck about you know who can use the best adjectives? Right. That's not what the fuck wrestling's about. Wrestling is about who can tell but the best story. Roman told the best story. That is no, the fuck it, is though. not, and it's never yes, been. It no, it's not. It's not how you say it. It's what you say. It's never been about how you say it. It's what you say. Goldberg was the biggest star in the world saying who's next. It's not about how you say it. It's about what you say. Yeah. It's just, it's just what it is. It's what it's always been about. Hulk Hogan, say your prayers, eat your vitamins. That ain't shit, 24-inch pythons. He wasn't saying the motherfucking thing. Yeah, it's not because of what he said. It's because of how he said it. Is that what you're trying to get across here? Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. You get the point I'm trying to make, but it's not about the... Okay. It's not always about really the content what you're that, saying, but it's about your say, point on, you're that, to on that front, I can agree that, yeah, it's more about how you say things as opposed to yeah, what you say. Yeah, it's the point you're trying to make. And, you know, and making that point. 
And so Cena can say all the shit he wants to say. By the end of the day, if the promo that they had was about who was a better dude, Roman won that promo. Well, that's also why, you know, if you harken back to, because this is kind of a, like a, a mirror image of The Rock and Cena from from back when. Um, this is mm-hmm. also why I never really was always like, and I love The Rock, but I never, I didn't think The Rock destroyed John Cena. The Rock no, came out there and said a bunch of fucking dumb shit. You know what I mean? And Cena said real things. So, like, with with Roman just being like, okay, here you are, you're talking. It's exactly what The Rock did, right? just talked and said a bunch of shit and made a bu- made fun of me basically whoop de doo here i am you know what i mean so I, I see your point that's why i would agree with you you know that, that you yeah know, so but fans are sheep and if we like somebody we gonna we gonna fuck with them no matter what they say i do i do want to jump in real quick i want to take uh points off from your boy rants in that uh Mm-mm. some of the cursing he has done has sounded unnatural and to me that is when Cursing and promos are are at its is at its worst. Is when you know. It, does it sound unnatural because you've never heard him do it, or does it sound unnatural because it sounds unnatural? No, when there's like when there's a pause in there, and then he's like, "Oh hey, uh, bitch," like, that's when it's like, uh, uh, you know, like okay. to me, at times so, he's his cursing sounded unnatural. And so I would ask you this. Yes. I will agree with you if you can really go, and and we won't have to we won't have to come up with the conclusion now. Okay. I really want you to do some research. Do some YouTube clips. Okay. Go back and, and watch the diction of Roman's promos. And okay. watch the way he speaks. Because Roman speaks like that. You know, and he'll come up and he'll say, yeah, well, you know, I'm this and sir. Sir, sir, sir. Like, listen to the way he speaks. Now, if the way he speaks matches to the way he cussed, then you ain't got shit to talk about. If it's different, I'll agree with you and I'll say you're right. Is that fair? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That that's completely okay. fair. That is fair and balanced. Yes. Okay. We need to say who's going to win, though. We, so, we oh yeah, we did. Well, hey, uh, my, we have it. My, we have it. Go ahead. I just want to say well, the reason why we have it. We've said a lot about this match is because we didn't really have to say much about the other ones. So we had time. No. To, these are the two big that's matches true. that are coming up. This one, exactly. And the one yeah. We got to get into it. So you know. Yeah. Predict. Uh, my official prediction. Roman Reigns wins. Uh, no, nothing real screwy here. He'll win by pinfall. I don't really expect any interference. I don't think Samoa Joe's healthy. If he were, then maybe he'd interfere. But you know, no, no news of him being healthy. So Roman Reigns wins is my official prediction. Um, I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on no interference. I don't think that. I mean, I don't think you can do that with this match. You better not. You know what I mean? This just doesn't seem like the right match, in, in my opinion. Hey, so I don't. I don't think maybe. Maybe they want it to co-main event No Mercy and also co-main event WrestleMania. I'm just saying. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, but, I, yeah, I don't think we're going to see that. So I'm going to go with Roman as well. Um, I feel like this – I'm the only way I would go with Cena is if they're going to get in, pull another match or two out of this, and I don't think Absolutely. they're going to do that. Uh, they will eventually. They might eventually, so. but not now. So yeah. in that, with that mindset, I'm going to take Roman to win the match. I, I really like this subplot that Roman is uh, he's still so confident even though he's on a losing streak in big matches. I really love that subplot uh, and I really would like for the commentary to kind of harp on that more because it goes it's, it's going to show the arrogance of the character and 
if you were the character and you've gotten the shit you've gotten and done the things you've done in the small amount of time, you'd be arrogant too. Um, I say that to say this. If John Cena doesn't go away for the next couple months, I can see Cena winning. Only because to add to that, oh, well, Cena beat me, right? Because uh, I've, I've, I've lost every match since I beat Undertaker. But, and, and now Cena beat me after he called me out. And that I, that story it could be interesting. But no, Roman's going to win clean. Spe- two spears, one, two, three, and the middle ring is over. All right. We're all no, on the road. Wait, Roman I'm sorry. Wagon. I'm sorry. This is John Cena. Five spears or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! You gotta shoot him in the head with a fucking shotgun to beat him. <laughs> oh, maybe, uh, maybe Cena's gonna go for that top rope leg drop and get countered into a spear. That, well, no, nah, because they he almost killed Shane like that, so I don't think they're a little weary of that. <laughs> maybe yeah, so. Shane learned his lesson, so. So that yeah. would be cool though. That would be a cool spot because be when nice it was spot, it'd be get when he did with, when he did with AJ when he did with AJ when they were feuding. Yeah, AJ played it perfect. Yes, well, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Well, that's, we know uh, we know Cena's uncoordinated as fuck, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's something, man. Um, also, real quick, it's GIF. It's not GIF. It's never been GIF. And uh, if you think it's GIF, then Joe, fuck yourself. That's all I have to say about that. Joe, um, fuck yourself. Okay. Yeah. You're wrong. You're wrong, but that's With all right. It, okay, okay, whatever, Carl. And this isn't about that. We're, we're here to talk about the main event of No Mercy. Yeah. Yes, the main event of No Mercy. Brock Lesnar defending his Universal Championship against the monster among men, Braun Strowman. Now, Cena and Reigns, I highly anticipated that. I was very excited for the match. But this and, one. yeah, th- this oh. is the match on the oh. card I am most excited for. You know, because ever since Great Balls of Fire... They've been building up Braun Strowman, and yeah, that, no, ever since the fucking uh, the Sami Zayn feud, they've been building this motherfucker. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, they've been like really hitting it hard, like since Great Balls of Fire. But uh, yeah. love saying that stupid ass pay per view name. But either way, goodness gracious, <laughs> yes. Uh, either way, very. I am very excited for this match. Um, I, this is just gonna be awesome and you know they they know their their creative whoever's booking this feud if it's vince whoever they know the strengths of the of the performers here because they're not trying to hit you over the head with talk 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 no action you're getting 75 percent action and maybe 25 percent talk maybe 80 20 i'm not sure sure either sure, way sure. yeah let's not get caught up in semantics i'm very excited for this match and uh I'm ready to give you my prediction, but I want to hear what you two have to say. So let's uh, well, uh, hit well, let me, me with first. your hit me with your best shot, pal. Fire let, away. Let me go first because I want to I want to throw I want to throw something out to y'all that I don't know if you've noticed. Um. Okay. Go so ahead. I I you want you want me to go right, Rance? No, I said let me go first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. That, yeah, that yeah. I don't know if you guys noticed. So I don't. I don't think the creative team is as crazy or as dumb as you guys think they do. I really do think they tr- they have a plan. It gets deviated from often, but I think they have a plan. Um, and I, I'm, I'm of the believer in entertainment that nothing happens for a reason. Now that reason could be dropped, but it was there for a reason. I say uh, that. I'm to sorry. Say do this. you mean do you mean everything happens for a reason? Is that what you're trying to say there? 
Uh, yeah, yeah. Everything. Okay. I, I don't think that nothing happens for a reason. I think everything okay. happens for a reason in entertainment. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Now in wrestling, sometimes that reason could be dropped, and you'll never know. But it was originally a reason. I say that to say this: Have you noticed that? Uh, Braun, who did Braun wrestle in '33? Who Braun? Yeah, who did Braun wrestle? Braun was in I mean, the Rock. Bra- he was, was in Rock. the Battle Royal. Brock wrestled Goldberg. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. so ever so ever since remember going back to when Brock fought Goldberg at Summers at a Survivor Series, right? Yes. Brock got his ass whooped. Brock got his ass whooped at Royal Rumble. Brock got his ass whooped at WrestleMania, but was able to finally persevere and finally beat the one thing that had held him down, right? Yeah. His very next feud is Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe whooped his ass. Right? Yeah. Very next feud is the four-way. Him, Samoa Joe, Braun, Roman. Braun whooped his ass. Yeah. Right? The very next night after that when Braun came out and whooped his ass. Again, the next time they were next to each other, Braun came out and whooped his ass. I'm saying it to say this. There is a reason that the that the company is showing Brock to be so vulnerable in a way he's never been vulnerable before. I already said before in a, in a previous podcast that Brock is a very smart man. Paul Heyman is a genius. They know they ain't much left for them to do in the company. There's not much left. To, there's not many people left for them to feud with, right? They, he, Brock Brock knows that. Brock is a businessman. You know he may be a meathead, but he knows business. Um, so. I really, truly believe that they're trying to tell the story that Brock might have reached his peak and is on the downtrend. Braun is the new monster, right? Yeah. I think Paul Heyman's doing a double turn. See, Paulie knows. Paulie's not stupid. Paulie knows. I got the money, right? He might not have money in Brock much longer, dog. From a kayfabe standpoint, right? Right. If you remember the time when he left, when he left Brock the first time, it was because he saw more money in Big Show, saying that Brock was a rookie. Right. Well, he sees this new rookie who is destroying everything and everybody, who almost got murdered by Roman and walked the fuck away, right? I'm just saying. Well, Ron and Paul Heyman ain't money. And then you and then you play this, and because we know Brock Brock's not scheduled to wrestle anymore for the rest of the year. It might change, but as of right now, he's not scheduled to wrestle for the rest of 2017. Brock comes back and tries to get revenge on Braun for at WrestleMania. It's just it's a story that could be told, but right. they, but I don't think that they've shown Brock's vulnerability. So vulnerable, just two years after they made him the most invincible dude in the history of wrestling. For no reason. Yeah, well, um, before you give your prediction, let me, um, the thing, if I had gone first, you would have noticed that I would have been thinking along the same way that you are. Because here's here's the thing. What has happened, this, like you said, what has happened this entire Braun Strowman Brock feud? What has happened? Braun has whooped his ass, right? 
He mm-hmm. no-sold him on a German suplex, whooped his ass. He whooped his ass in the fatal four-way. He's always done his whoop Brock's ass. Brock hasn't Too really much. done anything. He's shown no ability to really do anything to Braun Strowman. And you guys want to know what I think? I think this match might be kind of like Survivor Series last year. I got a feeling Braun's going to whoop his ass again. And I got a feeling Braun's going to win quickly. So I don't know about the double turn. I don't know about the double turn. And I'm not saying it's for sure. I don't think this is going to be a long match anyway, because it's Brock Lesnar, really. I I, I just got a feeling Braun is going to whoop his ass again and win the title. That's that's just the way I'm looking at it, because Brock really hasn't shown any ability, any answer. He may have found it. I don't know. You know, it depends on what you want to do, but I just, and I kind of feel like that's the where where this is going. So it's in the vein of what you've got, Rance, except you're expecting yeah. a, the double turn. You know, I'm not expecting that. I'm not saying that won't happen. You make good points, but yeah, yeah. I, I kind of I mean, think Braun's going to run through him, honestly. So we, we talk all the time about how the crowd loves just a uh, no-nonsense ass kicker, right? That's the reason why the crowd's gravitating to Braun. Absolutely. That's the reason why most of the time the crowd likes Brock, right? Well... Un, the, mo- the most fun Brock Lesnar I can remember seeing in recent memory was the night after 31 when Seth stole the title and Brock came out and destro- destroyed the fucking arena. Yeah. You know, that shit was fun as fuck, right? Imagine seeing that Brock for three months. Yeah. Against uh, an unstoppable Brock. With Paul Heyman behind him. You know? If you really want to make this dude a star... Braun is going to, if you think, if you think Roman can't cut promos, you really think Braun going to come out there and cut a 20 minute monologue at the beginning of Monday Night Raw? <laughs> like on some real shit. He's not. I'm not saying that he can't, he, he effectively gets his point, he gets the point, his point across, but he's not, he, and he's a very entertaining dude, but he's not a talented mic worker like Rock or Miz or Cena or Jericho or, you know what I'm saying? He's not. But you, but if you really want to put this dude over as somebody who's going to be at the top of the car for years to come, give him fucking Paul Heyman. Paul still works for Brock in real life. It's, they know his business. They know it's just fucking scripted. You know? But, but Brock made his money, dog. You know? And go ahead and, like all great wrestlers do, leave on your back. If Brock puts over Braun, to this extent, he lets he let he you know how Brock beat Cena at SummerSlam a few years ago, right? Basically a a, a fifteen minute squash. If Brock lets Braun do that to him, and then in their rematch at WrestleMania or whatever, uh, Braun beats him again. Granted, it'll be a closer match because you know, Babyface got to have a fire. Yeah, but he leaves on his back, and that's the last time we ever see him. I, you know, leave his gloves in the ring, all that, kiss Sable on the way out, whatever, just like <laughs> Taker did, right? Tell You tell me that his legacy won't be so much infinitely be- better because he left behind a star? I would agree. He left his replacement? I would agree with that, yeah. So now that I hear it, I'm saying it, that they're not going to do that now, just because <laughs> I said it. But no, Braun's going to win. It Strike while the iron's hot, dog. Like, like, Completely agree. You, can never, you can't predict where lightning's going to strike, but if you can... Be there when it strikes. Yeah. It's going to strike. Give him the title. So official predictions. Go ahead, Caleb. All right. Well, uh, you say a strike while the iron is hot. And if there is one thing 
that WWE is not good at anymore. Striking while the iron is striking hot. Striking while right. the iron is hot. You're that is why right. Brock Lesnar is leaving No Mercy as the Universal Champion. Official well, prediction. I like it. I wouldn't be shocked. I won't I either. I won't be shocked either. And you guys remember earlier in this podcast when Caleb said he wanted to slap the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. See, when you get on this podcast with these guys and then one guy's got to be like, ha ha, I watch every bit of WWE programming, damn it. And I hate all of it. They never do anything I like <laughs> anymore. They never strike. <laughs> while who should really slap who around here? Anyways, oh, man. Caleb, you're my we boy. We should just slap each other like uh <laughs> Like strong style, man. Just slap thinking, shit out of each other. I was thinking oh, the uh, Loki style. No, better. I was thinking the Seinfeld George Costanza slap fight. If you've ever seen that, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen it. I'll find it for you. But anyways, oh uh, man, I'm gonna take Broad in a quick, quick squash. New champ. Can y'all imagine the big word coming? Reverberations. If Braun squashed this dude. I love it. Can you imagine this? The, like, uh, can you really can you really imagine Braun going on Sports Center? <laughs> you talking about? Yeah. Can you imagine Braun being on Mike and Mike? You know, or Good Morning America, or in like, the or maybe Braun really. will be in the next Princess Bride movie if they ever redo it, like like Andre the Giant was. Okay, but hey, Braun is a very entertaining fellow. He might be able to pull that off. Yeah, you, you should uh, watch the clip of him reading the Juno transcript. Transcript, it's hilarious. It was, it is hilarious. Yes, I'll look it up. So, Rance, do you have Braun going over? Braun going over, bro. Okay. Gonna be a, it's, gonna, it's going to be a prolonged squash. It's not going to be a quick squash. So similar it's, to like John Cena, Brock Lesnar, or Shane in the Lesnar. Big Show. Right, so he's he's kind of going Cena Lesnar. I'm going more along the lines of Goldberg Lesnar, not like I don't know about two minutes. Maybe like Goldberg Lesnar at WrestleMania. Maybe Lesnar gets a little bit of offense in, but like five minutes. Yeah, that that's what I would go. By the way, that that <laughs> I still laugh at that match Goldberg Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yeah, because when when Lesnar got away from the spear and he looked up and laughed, and then all of a sudden you just see the screen just shake because. Goldberg came out of nowhere and speared his ass again. Yeah. Like God, those two have such great chemistry. I, I, I know you're not one defender of the whole put together, but man, I loved every minute of that. No, I, I like the WrestleMania match. I just didn't really like the build, but either way, I, that, I respect that. that. Past, I respect in hindsight. Yeah. I respect that. I do. So yeah. there you go. So, uh, so that is uh, that is 2017's iteration of uh, No Mercy. So uh, now, guys, we took your questions about a week and a half ago. Some stuff came up. We couldn't answer them on the last podcast, but we are going to answer them now. And boy, oh boy, you sent us quite a bit. Uh, Let's see our first question here. I got it on the Skype chat. Let's look it up. Ooh, this one's from Jeremy Donovan. Who are your early picks to win the 2018 Royal Rumble? So uh, you guys want to start that? AJ Styles. Carl. Um, AJ Styles, yeah. I think Shinsuke is going to be champ before the year's over. Absolutely. And um, I think you're going to get AJ and Shinsuke at WrestleMania. So I would go with, I'm going to go with uh, Styles as well. Shinsuke wins the title at, at uh, Survivor Series. AJ loses the U.S. title somewhere between Nine and Rumble. He wins the Rumble. We finally, the, the Marks have their match. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, AJ Styles, that's a clean sweep there. So, yeah. Second question is from I, Nick Guerrero. I, I TNA fucking wrestler winning a damn Royal Rumble. What I know, right? What, what are we thinking? He's never won the Royal Rumble before. <laughs> he can't win it this, around that's this the time old, That's period. the only people that win it nowadays, right? Yeah, like, yeah, I think the last guy that won one for the first time was Same. Roman. Oh, yeah, Roman, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next question from Nicholas Guerrero. Nick, what's up? Um, he asked us, and I quote, what, what would be your dream location for WrestleMania? And he said, venue as well. Uh, I'm going to get real silly with this and say the planet of Mars. No, I'm, I'm fucking around. Uh, <laughs> man, um, shit, I would love it if they could bring it to, and this is more for, from a viewer's standpoint, if they brought it to Wembley Stadium. I would oh, that'd be, be beautiful, wouldn't it? Excited to see that. Yeah, obviously I wouldn't go to see it because you know, not going all the way to England. But either way, right? Um, how about you guys? See, well, that's funny because when you you can look at this question one of two ways. You can think it. I mean, it's our dream, right? So if mm-hmm. we were hoping, if it's our dream, we're hoping we can go, right? Um, yeah. Oh, so from that from that from that standpoint, it's already happened for me. They had it in Dallas, thirty-two. I live very close, um, so. It was an opportunity. I mean, I've been to WrestleMania before I went uh, to 25 in Houston, um, but that was a little bit longer of a drive for me. So Dallas is as nice of a place in terms of stadium and close of a place for me where it's like the perfect mishmash. However, I'm 100% with you, Caleb. I think Wembley Stadium is, I mean, that's the that's the one place that they have not gone where you kind of feel like, they should go there at some point. You know, they, they got to do it. I get why maybe they haven't. Um, but, yeah, that, that would be, to me, it's it's a two-answer thing. So I would say Wembley Stadium as well. I do, I do want to say before, Rance, before you jump on, uh, in terms of narcissism and being able to see it myself, if they could get that fucker oh. in Arrowhead Stadium, I would be all over it in Kansas City. Absolutely. Right. That would be a cool last, that's a beautiful stadium. So I would yep. love to see that, yeah. That's a beautiful stadium. How That's about you, Rand? What, what's your uh, what's your answer on this one? Well, the realistic answer where they haven't gone where they should go is is, is the new arena in Philly, the new stadium in Philly. Um, that's where they should go. But Wembley is definitely one. I'd like to see the Tokyo Dome just for the dichotomy. But if you want to get my out there answer, I'd love to see a WrestleMania on an island. Huh. Okay, well... You know how Jurassic... Kind of like the Jurassic Park thought process? Yeah. You know... I suppose going, this... You know, we have... Right. This is a dream scenario, so I can allow that one. It would never... <laughs> yeah, it would never happen. But, no, Wembley... I think everybody... I think even American fans... Like, I'd be willing to watch WrestleMania at 12 o'clock. Absolutely. I got no problem with that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I take like, that Sunday off anyway, it. so it's not a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- and then, the beautiful thing of it is... So say you started at I, I think I did the I think I've I've done the math on this. So the pre-show starts normally Central Time at four, right? Yes. So it goes from four to ten, maybe eleven o'clock. Well, if you do the numbers right, excuse me, if you started at eleven or twelve, right, or whatever time you started at, by the time it goes off, just repeat it and it'll be live for the people here. Yeah. Huh. So you can still watch it early and then just repeat everything you just saw 
and it'll be live on the network damn near for normal timing. Yeah. So you okay. really wouldn't miss it if you, you know, uh, unless you're a spoiler person, but... Yeah, Wembley that, that would be my problem, yeah, as I'm a spoiler guy. But then just just wake up instead of watch. You wake up early and watch football. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah, wake up early and watch wrestling. And then you and then you'd have like six months to prepare. Like like they're not gonna just do it randomly. Like you'd have they they tell you what they're gonna do Wimbledon like almost a year before. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I I suppose that's it on that question. Um, let me grab our next one. Damn it. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, hold on. I just had it. From James, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah. James. What, James. Yeah. What did James say, guys? I can't get to it right now. I'll re- well, I'll re- what up, James? You, I'll, oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah, go I'll ahead. read it off. From James Boyd. Um, if you guys don't know who James Boyd is, he's with your boy Rich on the uh, One Nation Radio pod. Um his question was, should PED users like Bonds and McGuire be put in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> I love a good yes. baseball question. And both of y'all are big diehard baseball fans, so this is interesting. I'm not a diehard yes. baseball fan. I do like baseball. I'm not diehard. But I, I but have you played a, baseball. I do so care about it. I do. I do care about it. And I did have I do have an opinion on this, but go ahead, Caleb. Go ahead, go first. Um, yes, they should, because to act like they didn't exist is just ignorant, and it's not like a Benoit situation where they killed anybody. They just kind of cheated is all. And uh, that being said, I I think you would be foolish to ignore um, their existence because what was it the year of 98-99 where they were both chasing uh, Roger Maris' record? And, you know, like that's all you could see in the sports world was McGuire's here. um, Or that was Sosa, Sosa. wasn't it? Sosa. It was Sosa. Sosa. Sammy Sosa. I'm sorry, that was Sosa. Uh, between well, Bonds McGuire broke and later. Sosa. And yeah, and Bonds broke the all-time record, um, I think. Yeah. I think personally, Bonds and uh, on both records that he has, he should have asterisks, but he doesn't. Whatever. Um, but yeah, absolutely, I think they should go in the Hall of Fame. Uh, oh. Rance, Carl, what do you guys have to say? Um, so I agree. Uh, PED users, I do think they should be in the Hall of Fame. Um, first of all, as it pertains to someone like Barry Bonds, Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer before all this shit. Absolutely. And if you if you know your baseball, you know that Barry Bonds won quite a few MVP Pittsburgh Pirates, Barry Bonds. Yeah, yes. he was not just a great hitter. He was good in the field as well. Barry Bonds was a Hall of Famer anyway. Um, a literal five-tool player. Correct. Literally. Uh, McGuire is a different story. I mean, he played first base. First basemen usually are there for a reason. I'm not saying he, but he was hitting field. 40 home runs right. his rookie year. But he was like, a match. Didn't hit no more. So yeah, the guys like that. I, it's like like Caleb said. It's hard to look past. You can't pretend these things didn't exist. It reminds me a little bit of like, um, look at like in sports, like when they take away all the wins because we found out that some college kid did this or whatever. We still saw it happen, okay? Like, USC with Reggie Bush, yeah. yeah. They still won the national championship. Right. So, I mean, I mean, I get the idea, but I just don't think, you know, we know that these guys were good baseball players anyway, probably Hall of Famers. Most of these guys that we're talking about were probably going to be Hall of Famers anyway. If they have that's to my point. PDs. That's my point exactly, yes. That's my point exactly. So go ahead, yeah. I would say yes to the answer to your question, James. 
you you basically made my point for me. The biggest offenders would probably be guys like Bonds, McGuire, Alex Rodriguez, you know, guys like that. All these guys were great before they started taking. So if your numbers are that great for that long, there's no, there's even a guy like Rafael Palmeiro who is the biggest liar in the history of liars in baseball. Right. Three thousand hits, five hundred home runs. Like that's PDs don't make you hit the ball. Right. It's a, I mean, yeah, they're not even talking about like guys like Roger Clemens who hasn't gotten in, and that's I mean that's that's insane. Roger he's one Clemens of the ten best great pitchers ever. Incredible. Like I mean, even if. Yeah. He stuck. I don't care if he stuck a needle in his ass his whole life. The dude was insane out there. I mean, it's just I've seen him pitch live and in person. And it's I mean, not putting these guys in the Hall of Fame because of certain things. When we know guys in the '70s were out there doing meth, you know. I mean, come on, give me a fucking break. Anyways, all agreed. All right, so an undisputed yes, they should go in the Hall of Fame. All right, well, next question from Rich Latta. What's up, man? Hey, uh, what up, Rich? He, he asked us, and this one's kind of fun, is Forrest Gump Forrest Jr.'s real dad? And real quick, the answer, hell no. Hell yeah. no. Jenny knew she had the, the hiv and that she was going to be dead pretty soon, and she knew Forrest Jr. needed a father figure, and she knew Forrest would be there. So, yes. Or, pardon me, no. <laughs> Forrest Gump is not Forrest Jr.'s real dad. Uh, completely agree. Um, and the thing is, that kind of sucks about it is Jenny didn't even have to tell Jenny didn't even have to be like, Hey, this is your kid. She could have just been like, Hey, this is my kid. You're not the dad, but I'm dying. Will you watch over him? And he would have been like, yes. So that's kind of why it's sad, I guess, you know, but like there's a, everyone hates on Jenny and I get it. She's awful. So Janae. yeah, Janae. But anyways, yeah, I'm with you, Caleb. There's no way in hell Forrest is the father. I'd be very surprised. Um, but you know, it's open to before, interpretation. But yeah, I'll say that before, Forrest. Before Forrest hit that shit though, he did. <laughs> and Forrest didn't know about pulling out, so Forrest busted that shit too. <laughs> no, it's not his kid because, it, but it's not his kid because it fits with the story. Yeah, exactly. The story about Forrest's life is everything bad happens to you, but you don't know it. You just persevere. Keep going. If it's with a story. It's not his kid. Agreed. I like the question, though, Rich. That's a, that you, Y'all you really thinking of some off-the-cup questions. I like that shit. Yeah, it's great, because then we can get a little bit of a break from the wrestling sometimes and just do some random shit. I like that. So. Well, both of y'all don't watch That's... wrestling, apparently. It's just me, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um Next question is from James again. He asked us, and this one really triggered me, and I want to, James, if we we're in the same room, I would, I would want to throw hands right now. He said, why ha- for the past decade, why has the Big 12, outside of OU, that's another one that's going to trigger me for sure, been the worst Power 5 conference? And then he added, I thought y'all liked football over there. Um, Rich, we do. It's just I think the other conferences and the other schools and the other conferences know how to recruit better. I think that's really all there is to it, to be perfectly honest with you. Not conferences, conference. But but no, the other conference, the other Power Five conferences. Oh, oh, you just mean the SEC. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. That's the the answer to the question is SEC. Yeah. Keep moving. Yeah, there Uh, you go, uh, James and Rich. we know you're from that area, so yeah, there you go. SEC is good, whatever. But, yeah, well, that's, uh, here's the thing. 
James, you're, you're, you're shitting on me like I like the Big 12. I live in Arkansas, bro. We don't give a shit about the Big 12. We're SEC country. What the hell are you smoking? Uh, so I can't even answer this because I agree. The Big 12 is trash. So why? Because they're not the SEC. The end. Next question. Ranch, you got an answer for this? S dot E dot <laughs> C dot. There you go. Okay. So, uh, yeah, there's your answer. And we put over the SEC for you guys. So I, I hope you enjoyed it as much as it, it, it breaks me to say it. Either way, next question from Andre Singleton. Thank you for sending this question in, Andre. We appreciate what it. What up, Dre? Dre family, yep. so. Sup, yeah. sup. He asked us, and he kind of uh, tried to steer us in particular ways. Who is the most underrated wrestler on the WWE roster? Cough, cough, Neville. And who is the most overrated wrestler on the WWE roster? Cough, cough, Finn Balor. Um, for me, most overrated. Oh, fuck. That's a, that's a really tough one, actually. Um, easy as shit. Is it now? Well, whatever. Randy um, Orton. Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton gets a lot of love nowadays that seems a little bit undeserved because he kind of phones shit in. So uh, thanks That's for answering thing. that. He, thanks for answering that he's for great. me. Because, like, yeah. Because, no, I, I agree. You. I got, no, I got you. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Randy Orton's uh, on the overrated there, but yeah. He's he's great in the ring. It's just he don't give a fuck. So if you yeah. don't give a fuck, what the fuck are you there for? Underrated. Um, and like I said, this is open to interpretation. It j- just depends on how you perceive it. Uh, you guys expect me to say Sami Zayn, but I'm going to say Luke Harper. Okay. Luke Harper. Yep. How about you guys? I was going to say Sami Zayn, but I like the Luke Harper Harper answer. Hmm. I can appreciate that, yeah. Carl. Um, Well, me and Andre agree on the most overrated. Cough, cough, Finn Balor. Wow. Uh, That's, 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 That's weird. Yeah, I don't think anybody saw that one coming out of me, right? Never. Nope. Uh, underrated is a little bit tougher. Uh, man. Can I throw one more out there for you guys? Go ahead, one yeah. More underrated? Rusev? Rusev's a good one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Hall. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just, I just said to do that for Caleb. <laughs> uh, actually, you know, to be honest with you, I'm gonna, I, would, I would still rant his answer. I do think it's Sami Zayn um, because of the fact that even though I'm no Sami Zayn Mark by any stretch, I, I do appreciate how talented he is. And the fact that he just really hasn't had a chance to do a lot. Um, yeah. I think another yeah. answer to this, guys, would be they're being used, but just as comedy guys, is Breezango. I think Tyler Breeze and okay. Zango sure. are very underrated sure. and very capable of doing more than just being a comedy act. Um, so that, you know, that would be another answer I think you could go with. Yeah. I don't I don't think I Neville have... is underrated. Um, where Andre says that. I really don't think Neville is underrated. I think he's being used really well right now. I think he's capable of more down the road, but I think he's in a great spot right now. So He's underrated because he's one of the five best workers in the company, but he's sure. stuck in the, in the cruiserweight division. Yeah, okay. Purple he's weights. underrated. Yeah, purple weights, yeah. <laughs> Real quick, before we go into the next one, I want to shout out Sami Zayn because, of course, I have to. Um, of course. I mean, do. even, you know, people want to talk about always uh, whatever, you know, he doesn't have any personality, whatever. I mean, if you saw his, like, comedy shtick he was doing, like, in June and July, like, he was doing some pretty funny shit. So it's not just like, oh, he's wooden, he's fucking Ken Shamrock without the UFC gimmick or whatever. 
And uh, that's enough about him. But uh, Rusev, fucking hilarious. He killed it this week. He comes out there, and I'm just going to go through it real quick. He comes out there after Randy Orton wins his, like, 10-minute match with Aiden. And he's like, fight me! I want to get my revenge! Blah, blah, blah. Wins in 10 seconds off of interference and celebrates like he just won the Super Bowl, or for him, uh, World Cup, as it were. And... (laughs) They come back from commercial, and Renee Young's like, you see me, lated. And the best line of the night, and maybe one of Rusev's best lines in his career, he responds, what does that mean? (laughs) And that just killed me. Um, But that's, uh, okay, I've gone on uh, about that enough. Uh, Rusev and Sami Zayn are really awesome. I can't, you know, I'm going to stick by that. Luke Harper's still my underrated, and overrated was Randy Orton. Okay. Um, okay. Next question. This one is from my good friend, Will Kelly. Of course, he sends in another nonsense question, and he asks us, why don't basketballs hold grudges? And I'm going to answer that. It's not nonsense. That. What? It's not nonsense. It's a, that- it's a good question. That is totally nonsense. What are you talking about? It's not a good question. It's Will, a great question. You know what it's in relation to, though. I mean, yes. All, yeah, of course. All questions are... Yeah, I know what it's in relation to. I'm. Come on. You guys know who I am. Um, those early Batista promos are hilarious. I'm, I'm going to say that. Just because they're so... Oh, man. Um, <laughs> basketballs do not hold grudges because they are not living things, Will. That's, that's all I have to say about that. No, basketballs don't have don't hold grudges because they don't have hands. This question. God damn it! Um, is that not factual? Sure. I mean, you're yeah, you're you're not wrong, sir. Well, go. here's the thing: I've never had a, I I don't hold grudges in general, so I guess maybe I am a basketball. But the the thing is, if you do hold a grudge, the you don't SMB hold it with your hands podcast. anyway. The SMB <laughs> podcast. Come on, come on. <laughs> um, oh boy. Just you know, uh, this question, uh, Will. I mean, you know, holler at me. We can talk, man. If you need, if you need someone to talk to about these ridiculous questions, you know, we can, we can talk. Okay, I'll be your friend. Uh, no, he, no, don't worry. I, I'm, I'm his friend. Uh, I talk oh, to him all the time. So that's the problem. I got it. All yes. Right. Yeah. My, my friends are idiots. That's the problem. Um, I can relate. Wow. Next. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you can. <laughs> our next and our final question of the night comes from repeat offender Robert Henry. Um, thank Hello, you Rob. for thank you for uh, sending us another question. This one is of course related to wrestling. I mean, I appreciate those. You know, he asked us what are the best worst matches you've seen in person. And now, real quick, as far as worst goes, I do kind of grade on a curve. Um, but I'm not going to say, you know, what my most disappointing match is as far as the worst goes. The worst match I've probably seen in person as far, is actually from Evolve. I went to in, in uh, January, and that was Timothy Thatcher versus Jeff Cobb. And I say that, and I, I'm not putting the onus on Jeff Cobb because I've heard plenty of horror stories about Timothy Thatcher matches before. But that's that's my worst match my best real quick i want to say and a lot of you might be expecting because you know i went to take over dallas you might expect me to say zane and nakamura i would put that at a close second 
behind AJ Styles and John Cena at the Royal Rumble this year. So the best and worst match uh, to me that I've seen in person both happened during Royal Rumble weekend in 2017. Well, I'll do you one better. The best and worst matches I've seen in person both happened on the same show. Um, yeah, I went to WrestleMania 25 in Houston, as I mentioned earlier. The best match I've seen in person, obviously, should I think this gives it away, would be The Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Uh, that match was fucking insane. Of course, they did even better the next year. Um, I mean, maybe, and not in my opinion, just because I was at 25 Live. You know what I mean? There's always that always kind of, you know, gives you some bias there. But that match was literally I was with two of my best friends. We grew up watching Taker and Shawn like marks like you wouldn't believe for these two guys. Right. Like anybody else is. And we were just on the complete edge of our seat at every false finish. It's one of the few times with all these false finishes that you're like, this is fine. I'm okay with this. You know what I mean? Uh, it was really before it became a huge trend, too. It kind of made the trend in some ways. Um, but regardless, that's definitely the best match I've ever seen live. And the funny thing is, it sets the stage for the worst match I've ever seen live, which is Randy Orton and Triple H that followed. And it was a, a match that had an excellent story behind it. But the match just fell completely flat. A lot of people say it's because of the fact that they ran out of time, had to cut short. Uh, I don't really know, you know, back then I wasn't like, you know, crazy into the dirt sheets or whatever. But uh, so whatever the case was, then I couldn't tell you. But that is and I love Triple H, too. So um, but that match in person for what it should have been, at least to me, would be the worst match I've seen. Rance. So the best match for me, and I've seen a few good matches, but I'm going to be different is uh, Brian versus Triple H at. uh WrestleMania 30, just because of everything it encompassed. I think I've been very open to saying that the Daniel Bryan story is the greatest wrestling story ever told. So, for him, to, that hump, that match, what it meant, him being injured, everything, top to bottom, was great. Worst match I've ever saw live is, and you guys probably don't even remember this match, but uh, one of the first pay per views, one of the first shows I ever went to was. Vengeance Night of Champions in 2007. Yeah, the one Benoit no showed, yeah. The one Benoit no, that's when Benoit killed his family, yeah, that night. Uh, Deuce and Domino. Oh, God. Remember those guys? Wrestled Deuce's daddy, Jimmy Snooker, and Sergeant Slaughter. And it was so fucking bad. (laughs) I can only imagine. I won't, That's all I need to say. I will not go back and watch it because I have no idea. I did not see it for sure. So now, don't. Rand, don't if time. we said, if we put a caveat on it and said, what's the worst, like, marquee, like, semi to big time match you've seen in person? What would your answer be in that in that situation? Oh, in person? Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, make me think. Um. Maybe maybe something from WrestleMania 32, possibly. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the card. Um, you're not gonna give me the same Roman Triple H. No, 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 no. I'm I'm trying to get you to say something else that he's trying to get I you to say really Ambrose and Lesnar for. is what he's trying to get you to say. Yep, that's what I'm trying <laughs> to get you to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it, it man. wasn't a it wasn't a bad match to me. It was a bad it was, match. Income. It, no, it was entertaining. 
a bad match to me encompasses that this is bullshit. For me, it was just right? too short. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you one: Rock versus Eric Rowan from that shit. From that show, <laughs> that was bullshit. I don't know that I would count that, but okay. <laughs> that was bullshit. Oh man, hey, that's how good Eric Rowan is. Like he retired The Rock, so that's just saying because he ain't yep. wrestled since. Yep, yep, just saying, man. Uh, so that's all for us, right? Yeah, that's it, man. Okay, sweet. Um, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at SMC underscore Cal B. Um, follow the pod at the SMC podcast. Like us on Facebook. Uh, like I said, follow us on Twitter. Um, we're on iTunes. Please rate, review, and subscribe. If you're an Android user like myself, Please use Podbean. We do. We would appreciate that. But, you know, just in general, like, it doesn't matter what app you use, you know, just please listen to the show. We appreciate every listen we get. If you want to give us feedback, you can do that on Twitter, on Facebook, you know, whichever medium you want to use. And uh, that's all from me. You guys have a good one. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Don't, you don't, want, you want, who wants to end? I'll let you close, Rance. Um, I just wanted to, uh, once again, drop a... Uh, Rest in peace to the great Bobby the Brain Heenan. Uh, I can't say it enough how um, just incredible the guy was uh, for the wrestling business. And you can know it by all the love he got, like Rance talked about earlier. Um, and, you know, Caleb threw out all of our social media stuff. So I'll just throw, you know, my Twitter handle in there at Kervin SMC, K-E-R-V-I-N. Real easy. Uh, give me a follow. Um, if you hate all my takes, let me know. If you love them, let me know. It doesn't matter. Uh uh, we just we're, we're glad you guys are enjoying it, and spread the word. You know, believe in the pod. Spread the, if you believe in the pod, then spread the word. We need as many listens as we can get. So that's all for me as well. Um, enjoy it, fellas. Shout out to Social Suplex, the hosting site and the parent company. Shout out to Jeremy. Uh, be on the lookout very soon for the Social Suplex presents face to face, SMC versus ONR. Uh, me and Rich are going to have a nice little debate. Jeremy, the owner of the site, will be the moderator. I think it's going to be kind of fun. Uh, holla at your boy at It's Ray Cash, R-E-Y as Mysterio, C-A-S-H as in dollars. Uh, that's it. I guess we'll end it the way Caleb would like us to by saying goodbye and goodnight.